Alex, um, where are we? We're in what the Bodenland Library in Bod- Oxford. Yeah, then we're having to behave ourselves. So we're recording audio at the library, which is obviously pretty rogue. <laughs> really? I mean, I don't know if anyone's recorded a podcast yeah. here before. Maybe yeah. Dan Snow. I imagine it's probably similar to recording at the Emirates. so so unbelievable I mean we say this every single episode maybe it's just the nature of the FA Cup that the games aren't that close together no it feels like we're spending an age between games I know uh, it's been a whole year's past and a decade yeah. is gone I know we're now in the 20s the last thing we did in this podcast was interview Santa Claus which sounds ridiculous now now it's the 21st of January and Christmas is a distant memory yeah who is Santa <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah okay well I mean <laughs> actually relative to how brief no, regularly we see each other. I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. No, it's weird, isn't it? When's the last time we saw each other? Uh, this is a big good insight into our friendship that it could be like two days. No, it's not two days. Well, no, probably, when do we go to Oxford? When do we actually go to the game for this podcast? Is that the last time we've seen you? Oxford? I think it might have been, yeah. Oh my God. You were away that was, weekend. what, 10 days away? Yeah. 10 days ago? Yeah, my other friends. Mm, my God. That is a long time. That's about the, probably the longest we've spent apart in about three months. Zero chemistry in this pod. Yeah, <laughs> it feels only <laughs> that awkward already, to be honest. <laughs> Two ghosts talking to one another, ghosts of a friendship. We're in a new location as well. We're in our third recording location of the pod. Yeah. We've gone from my parents' kitchen to my parents' bedroom to my bedroom in my parents' house. It's getting more and more sort of, yeah, yeah. sexy, isn't it? You well, know, kind you, of, yeah. Ever, not not was on my mind. I, I was thinking sort of just more miserable. Oh, you know, right. just. Okay. Two football nerds sitting in my bedroom speaking into a microphone. Yeah, I mean, we're, we'll put in a request for an office. We need to get an office name. Basically. Yeah, series two. Series two, two boys, one cup towers. Yes. Uh, the finest studio available. Uh, what's been happening in the world, Jack? Because you, well, you made me think of something. All the Wi-Fi went out for 10 days in, in Middlesex. Did it? Yeah, and then that was, I think, in Tolworth, where there's a tower. So I thought, yeah, office space for us, Tolworth Towers. Okay. Yeah, the electricity went out because someone put a bit pitchfork through the uh, wires, apparently. The, the wires? Yeah, the wires. The <laughs> <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> for 10 days. For 10 days over Christmas, there was no Wi-Fi around this area. Because someone building a little put a pitchfork through One man. the wires. <laughs> One man building his own I promise you this is true. Name me a bigger news story. What do you mean, the wires? The wires? I don't the know. Wires I'm not a bloody electrician. The wires that made the internet go. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know about that. Well, I, I think I, I kind of live, I, don't, I live just outside Middlesex, but I didn't have any... You didn't suffer this. Or, well, you know, unfortunately, this area is so middle class, of course, we were all skiing when that hit, so <laughs> I didn't have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the best, place, best time for it to happen. Yeah, for me, that's the biggest news story. Yeah. Of the, that's the, the festive period. It's bigger than Harry uh, leaving the royal family for me, anyway. I care more about what you just told me than I do about... The way you said that, it was Harry leaving the royal family for you. Yeah. It's not for you, he's still, he's still with Meghan. No, he's leaving it for me. He's leaving it to, he wants to sort of start a podcast with me. Um, what's happened with that? I know you're a big fan of the Royal Family. I think it's a bit of old rubbish. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I, I just think, I don't know. I just think it's, everyone's made such a big deal about it. It feels like it's the biggest yeah. thing that's ever happened. Yeah, you're right. Everyone is talk, uh, can't stop talking about it, can they? I'm just sick of it. We almost had World War Three about a week ago. Yeah. 
and that's just that's old memory. Mm. I'm pretty sure it's not finished. Yet. <coughs> but all you hear about is you know Harry going to Canada. So some bloke was crying outside Buckingham Palace, crying. It's a little bit embarrassing, isn't it? I imagine that's what people think though when they see football fans crying. <laughs> well, Get grip. That's a real thing. <laughs> that's what, obviously, I know it's a real thing. Is the royal family is like some people's football? Insightful. Sad people. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> losers. Yeah. <laughs> I'd much rather cry at football. Um, what else has happened in the news? Nothing really. Should we get into our news? Yeah. Oh, hold on. What we should say is if you are new to the podcast, it might be helpful if we gave you a brief explanation of what we've done and what we're going to be doing in the future. Um, so the idea is that we, me and Jack will pick a team randomly in the FA Cup, as we did in August. And who did we get, Jack? We got AFC Croydon. No, we didn't. We got Virginia Water. Fuck. <laughs> we were playing AFC Croydon. Yes, sir. And we went to AFC Croydon. Uh, and we kept following the team that won um, all the way through to where we are now, which is the fourth round of the FA Cup, third round of the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just being dragged all around the country and it's costing us loads of money. But it's a real pleasure. Yeah, it's good though. You make it sound like it's a chore. No, I, <clears throat> that was an ironic. But the, the irony didn't come over the microphone. I'm broke though. and penniless and <laughs> two cheeks. This yeah. podcast no one listens to. Mm-hmm. I'll know. Job well done. So we're now, yeah, third round we're in now. Uh, and we, well, we're going to keep going till the final. If anybody knows how we can get Wembley tickets, yeah, write in. Please do. Because we're stumped. Uh, we'll work it out. I'm yeah. sure we'll do it on the night. Uh, we have many regular features, such as interviewing Santa. We did last. That that's regular, not regular. regular it's fine. Every Christmas. Well, spoiler alert! It could be a regular. Feature. <laughs> <laughs> how, how good close this episode? No, the regular feature we actually do is two boys, one cup news. Do you want to explain what that is, Jack? Yep. Yeah, so this is all inspired by Rebecca Vardy and Colleen Rooney's sort of feud. The real news story. The real news story. Yeah, yeah. Compared to Harry and Meghan, um, what we do is we give either myself or Alex give three news stories, two of which are fake, one of which is true, and we ask for a person to work out which is the which is the uh, true story in those in those three. That's it. Should we crack on? Yeah, let's do it. At 10, two boys, one cup news. I think you might have you beat this week, Alex. Right, gone. I'm one. excited. Who won last week? Uh, or last time? Last time, I got it wrong. So I think it's one all. Okay. So we'll call it one all, sure. Call it one all. Next now. goal wins. No, not really. We've got five more episodes. Got a lot of games to go, yeah. Well, yeah, whenever we can this feature, that's, that's the words. Yep. Uh, so the first story is called Transfer of the Season. Okay. Are you familiar with Emmanuel Emanike? Yes, I am. A yeah. bit of a FIFA legend. I'll call it my notes here. He's one of the kind of players that no one really saw him play for a club, but everyone remembers him from FIFA because he was quick and strong. Yeah, definitely uh, true. He was from Nigeria. Um, in 2013, he married Miss Nigeria. It's a pretty cool thing to do. I thought you were going to say Miss Emanike. Yeah, I mean, no. Well, she is Miss Emanike when now. he married her. Yeah. Uh, well... Here we go. This way things get interesting. Um, in 2014, mm-hmm. he divorced Miss Nigeria yeah. 2013. Yeah. He married Miss Nigeria 2014. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? I think that's probably true. <laughs> that's really cool. That's a pretty. Is it cool? I think is that, that. No, it's horrible for the woman. That, that also implies Miss Nigeria. There's nothing wrong with Miss Nigeria 2013 just because she's a year. She's a year out of date. She might even she's be like young. A, she's like a new jumper. Yeah, but she might be younger than Miss Nigeria. It's not a. You know. She could still be younger than Miss Nigeria. Too, I, I want to know if he married Miss Nigeria two thousand fifteen. Not that I've seen. Okay, um, but you never know. We settled down with twenty fourteen. Yeah, hopefully he's thoughtful. This enough of yeah. that. That was a bit of a weird thing to do. <laughs> not going to do it again. He's obviously got a type, hasn't he? Yeah, beautiful Nigerian women. <laughs> that's fair for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean he is Nigerian man. Yeah, exactly. It's true. So yeah, that's called transfer of the season. Okay, I'm pretty proud of that name as well. That's really good. Yeah. Um, this one's called Shrimply the Best. Of <laughs> <laughs> a fish pun. Can I have a guess what I think it's about? Yeah, go on. So we've had a lot of fish stories. We had um, 
a crock with a shark last time. That's not crip. Uh, that's not fishy. But kind of, it's, it's a bit water based. It's not fish, sure. but it's fishy. Before that, we had um, the one about. I, I called it Hand of Cod, but it had nothing Hand to do of Cod. With that, but, yeah, yeah, nothing to do with Cod. It's about stingrays. Yeah. That was arguably my favourite. Yeah, I did enjoy Red Hot Silly Peppers as well. I prefer the, the aqua themed ones. I think this one will be about um, a what's it called? Sh- shrimp. Uh, you shrimp be the best. <laughs> I, I can't even get. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, well, tell me. Um, are you familiar with Sammy the Shrimp? <laughs> no, honestly not. <laughs> um, what do you mean? So who's Sammy the Shrimp? He's the South End mascot. Oh, but maybe then. Okay. Um, well, he's dead. <laughs> well, this, <laughs> in was... this story, the guy who was playing him died. Okay. Um, it's not actually that. Funny. I didn't find out his real name. Okay. Sorry. So not I, I am. I am going to call him Sammy the Shrimp, which I don't know if that's offensive or not. Okay. If someone's listening who's close to him, mm-hmm. I apologise, and they can maybe write in. Okay. Um, we take all, all complaints. Anyway, he died, and for his funeral, he wanted his coffin to be brought in by his fellow mascots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you see where this is going. Yeah. Um, so among them, he had Moonchester, who's the Manchester City. <laughs> Uh, he's kind of like a weird little alien. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah I think so. He's a pretty rubbish one. But they also have Gunnosaurus. He's probably the most famous mascot I can think of in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. The big sort of uh, yeah. Brachiosaurus, Brontosaurus kind of green thing. Can I interject? Yes. I went to a party the other day. I know, don't want to show off. Well done. You're invited. You yeah, didn't come. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the, I met someone who worked at the mascot place that made Gunnosaurus. Oh, cool. And I, my company, not naming any names, also uses mascots. And I showed her some photos and she said... They were awful. They were the worst mascot she's ever seen. I was really yeah. offended. To be fair, she did work with Gunnosaurus. Gunnosaurus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hate Arsenal. And Peppa Pig, she said. I was like, Is that a mascot? For like Disneyland, they have like ones. I wouldn't call that a mascot, I'd call that a costume. It's not a mascot. Yeah, fine, it's a costume, but they still make it. It's made mm. of the same stuff. It's not made of ham, is it? Uh, <laughs> it's more effective. Well, there's a little story, PJ. Yeah. A story of a story. Well, Gunnosaurus was at this funeral and he was one of the people bringing the funeral, uh, bringing the coffin in. Yep. Along with them was um, Lenny, the Bradford City gent. I have no idea. Well, gent? Like, the gent, yeah. I don't know what that Ooh, looks just like. Just a gentleman. Yeah, and some other mascots. They brought in the coffin. Okay. Um, they then sat for the entire funeral in costume. <laughs> uh, they were asked to bow their heads at one point, which you can imagine for Gunnosaurus <laughs> was a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Gunnosaurus obviously has a big long neck, so he, uh, he knocked over a few, a few more as we did that. Um, the funeral came to an end. Um, the last song of the funeral. Alex, pull yourself together. I just figured like all mascots have a really smiley face. <laughs> well, you know, it's what Sammy wanted. Standing there with bowed heads. Who are you grins. to deny? No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying Sammy's in the wrong. Well, anyway, Sammy for his last song. Do you know what he wanted? Um, no. The never-ending story. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which then started playing and rightly or wrongly the mascots got up and started dancing close your eyes that one yeah that's a great song yeah okay, uh, made famous by Stranger Things yeah and Never Ending Story itself yes that uh, as well anyway so that's called um, what did I call that oh yeah <laughs> Shrimpy the Best <laughs> what that's... did I call that <laughs> I'm not giving anything away but what did I call that Shrimpy the Best okay cool so but yeah so you're, you're pretty adamant that's not true but you know we'll carry on this last one's called This Lad's on Fire okay um, I hope this is world regulated it's not. Have you heard of Coldstream United? Shrimp. Coldstream United. Oh, get, get, I've got to shrimp. Yeah, not a shrimp. Coldstream United. No, I'm it's not. It's a non-league Scottish side. Scottish. Scottish. I um, They had a player called Liam Woodburn, who is a striker assigned for them. Yeah. He hadn't scored in 30 games. And he came there to score goals. Sounds like Woodburn, yeah. Yep. Classic Woodburn. Uh, he got a lot of grief in the local town okay. uh, and by a lot of the players from both sides. His own sort of team sort of bantered him. People weren't taking him very seriously. You know, the Scots can be quite a mean bunch mm-hmm. when they want to be. And, yeah. 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 It's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, he did finally score on his okay. 31st appearance okay. for the club. 
Um, as he did, he uh, well, a member of the crowd threw something into the onto the pitch. Okay. Which uh, Liam grabbed and picked up. It was a lighter and a can of Lynx Africa. Oh my god! So, yeah, so they threw what they held them. They, they held them in one hand, you think, and threw them at the same time onto the they pitch or separate and he, hands. He was collecting them. He picked them both up. Okay. Well, why, is got, why does that matter? If he's rich hands. <laughs> <laughs> Intriguing, isn't it? Like, yeah. But you, you very rarely get a projectile with two things. Yeah. Well, this is different. Well, anyway, he, but this is the thing. It wasn't a projectile. This was all arranged. They were in cahoots. So oh, he really? grabbed the lighter and the can of Links Africa. And do you want to look, have a guess what Liam Woodburn did for his celebration? A very sort of year eight. Spray the deodorant and hold the lighter in front of it. Yeah, so he basically blew fire into the away end. Okay. Uh, it didn't hurt anyone, but you just do it in the general direction of the away end. For anyone yeah. who doesn't know this, like if you get a can of any aftershave, not any aftershave, sorry, any deodorant, mm-hmm. spray it onto a lighter, it creates like a, kind of a fireball. It's vintage secondary school stuff. Yeah, you'd be in like the change rooms and someone would be doing it. Um, really dangerous, actually. It's, yeah. really yeah. it's always the kind of thing your mum told you not to do. Yeah, and like, but sometimes in PE, you'd hear someone like, mm. you're yeah. just in flames running around. It was just... pretty cool, to be fair. I'm it's not sure pretty cool. I, I don't think we shouldn't, we shouldn't encourage that. If you're a kid, don't do that. It's it's true. True. Kids, and you shouldn't be listening anyway. <laughs> yeah, if you are, actually, yeah. we'll take any listeners we can get. <laughs> yeah, anyway, he did that, um, which was a pretty mental thing to do, especially on non-league side. Yeah. Um, there was a woman and a small child in the crowd. Oh my God, no one was hurt, they but they fire. were a bit scared because it wasn't. They were a bit scared. Where's was, this news source? It was towards. It was them. reported afterwards that they were a bit scared. Let me finish the news. There okay. was towards them. Okay. Um, Liam Woodburn was promptly banned for this. Say, uh, received so. a hefty, hefty fine. Mm-hmm. Um, he did apologise profusely. Uh, to no avail. He quickly then retired from football. I think he was pretty past it at that point. Um, and now, yeah, he lives with his wife. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a nice ending. Yeah, yeah. Got a wife. It's got this lad's his on wife fire. doesn't hate That's a good little, you know, lesson there. That don't, you know, don't play with fire. It's cool to have big celebrations, but just do a funny handshake or just, you know, pretend to play a violin. Don't take the piss. Got a favourite celebration? I uh, like Jürgen Klinsmann diving because he's obviously that's a, good, isn't it? Yeah. a diver. You've got kind of the ones that are pure passion. You Like Tardelli, the world got Shearer is quite passionate as well yeah. with his hand out. He's just, just running. And then you've got kind of the, the your kind of one, the, your club. Son and Alan. I don't like what Son and Ali do. Do you know what my favourite thing like that? My club, Harry Kane, when he scored against Arsenal, he had a face, yes. my, had a face yeah, mask off. Cool. And he's literally so overwhelmed. He looks like he's about to burst into tears. He's so overwhelmed. That's Rips like the mask thing. off and starts screaming into the crowd. That's kind of a celebration yeah. I like. To be fair, I think one of the ones I'll remember for the rest of my life is the one at the weekend where Salah scored against United. That was cool. Took his top off and Alisson sprinted down the pitch to him. That, that was pretty cool for me. Yeah, that's quite good. Anyway, back to two boys, one cup. Well, you've, you've got the news. So you've got transfer of the season. Yeah. You've got. Um, strictly the best and you've got this lad's on fire do you want to talk us through them yeah so I'll try and remember what they are transfer of the season is Emmanuel Manike uh, marrying Nigerian what Miss Nigeria 2013 and then probably dumping her and marrying Miss Nigeria 2014 Mm -hmm. Stripley the Best is a funeral of mascots, including Gunnasaurus. Not everyone there was a mascot. No, mascots were there. Yeah, sorry, not (laughs) not a mascot exclusively. (laughs) Uh, And then... The final one was called? Uh, this Lad's on Fire. Okay. About Liam Woodburn and his celebration. Okay, yeah. I mean, they're all pretty unplausible. Um, I will say that Shrimply the Best is the true one. Got it bang on. Have I? Yeah. You, come I, on! I thought for certain you'd say the M&EK one. Yeah. So the M&EK one, I always see that story shared around. Oh, really? It's fake news. Really? I'm for certain you say that. Uh, Shrimpy the Best is completely true. Oh, what's the um, best title as well? Did you come up with the title? Uh, on the trend down here, yeah. Nice work, I googled mate. shrimp puns. Um, <laughs> shrimp but that story, so that story is actually told by the guy who was playing Moonchester at the time. Right. Uh, and this lad, he played, he before he was Moonchester, he was another mascot for another team. Mm. A team that we've supported. 
Really? Yeah. And, and, he's, and, and, home, and a mascot we've mentioned. There's a big giveaway there. Uh, There's only Hangus the Monkey. Really? Yeah, he was. One of the country's most famous mascots. He wasn't the one who became an MP. Oh, that's a shame. It's a bit annoying. But he was Hangus the Monkey. It's a bit of an upgrade, that. Hartlepool to Manchester City, I think. It's pretty mad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but he said that he had a few other stories. He said that... I'll share this new story on um, <clears throat> on Twitter. But he said that while he was Hangus the Monkey, a lad came up to him after a game and tried to start a fight with him, pushed him about a bit. Yeah. That lad then... What did he say? <laughs> yeah, he just said, please, you know, pack it in, mate. He's <laughs> uh, probably quite scared. I don't yeah. know, can, I even, can you even speak under the mask? Probably can't uh, no one could hear me when I was in it. Just muffled screaming. Yeah. <laughs> it's absurdly hot, my experience of being in a mask. I was like two degrees outside and I genuinely was sweating my ass. Yeah, off. I mean, they are... They are you know, they're great people doing great doing <laughs> God's work. It's a difficult job, isn't it? Which is just, yeah, it is. It's not right. easy being a It's just really hot in there. It's not easy. No, no, I know. I've, I've been it. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, yeah, so, he, so he's had a bit of a fight in the car park with some lad. Uh, that lad signed for Hartlepool a year later. Classic. And he said in the press conference, I have to apologise to Angus. Hartlepool's this weird, like... There's a lot going on, isn't there? Yeah. Like, stories it's a weird contrast between good and bad at the same time. Glad so much lovely stuff and so much Madness. weird stories, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's it. There you go. Let's get one right. That was brilliant. 2-1 to me. Wait, do I get this point now or do you get the point? It's 2-1 to you. Yeah, you meant, yeah I'm, trying to, I'm trying to catch you out, so it's 2-1 to you. But then like, I've got a game in hand. So I'm playing tonight. True, yeah. True. Okay, well, thanks for that. Thanks That's for doing that. your research. No Let's worries. get back to the uh, the real pod. Oh, yeah. At 10, two boys, one cup news. Well, I'm excited to get back to this, Jack. Yep. Excited to teach the listeners about a new club we have a new club before that we need to do a new club jingle mm-hmm. we obviously canned our famous one yeah um, but we've brought in a new club jingle machine yeah we have do you want to press play on that yep uh, let me just yep. let me just or do you want me to press play uh, you can press play if you want we'll just wind up yep beep new club new club thanks for that um, jingle machine yeah, well, well, great. <laughs> I think that was, that was perfect. I didn't realise that would be track two. I can't wait to hear track three. Yeah, this machine is full of surprises. Yeah, is, Thanks, listeners, for sending yeah. that in. Oh, there it goes again. Sorry. <laughs> Bloody, just got to scratch this disc, isn't it? Yeah, that's not great. Even though I just said it was a tape. <laughs> Whatever this thing is, it's faulty. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, well, more important than the jingle, if there's anything more important than the jingle, is the actual club itself. Who is the club, Alex? The club is... Oxford United. So to give some context, we our previous game was uh, Hartlepool away at Exeter, uh, and now we've travelled with the mighty Pools away again. They've been away to Yeovil, they've been away to Exeter, and now they're at Oxford United. Um, and for that reason, I need to introduce the U's, as they're called. The U's? Yeah, I'll get there, don't worry, oh, mate. Sorry. It's my favourite part of the whole fact, <laughs> okay. but it's right at the end, so I'm going to dangle that carrot in front of you. God, keep okay? listening. Yeah. So... Oxford United began as an amateur club called Headington United. Quite kind of cutely and quaintly, they were called the Boys from Over the Hill. That was their nickname originally. That was way back at the start of the 20th century, kind of pre-World War One. Yeah. Okay. Then they merged with another team locally called Headington Quarry. Another lovely team name. What, the Boys from where? Where are they from? Just maybe under the hill. Boys from there. Don't you think it's all like it's all like kind of Lord of the Ringsy? That's what I found out from the Shire. Yeah. Boys from the Quarry. The boys from the quarry, the boys from the hill. I've then skipped out 40 years of their history, and in 1949, <laughs> they joined the war. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone shut down. <laughs> they, uh, in 1949, they joined the Southern League, which was kind of a recognised league. Um, well, obviously, it was a recognised league. For my money, they really reinvented the but Southern they, League. They, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but um, 
1950, they became one of the first clubs in the Football League to introduce floodlights. Interesting, right? So That's cool. A bright new era for football in New York. <laughs> um, on the club's website, I was reading about the history, and 1962 to 1982 is called the Golden Years, where they raced up the divisions. And in 1984-1985 season, they started for the first time in the top divisions of English football. So wow. they really powered up, up to the top of the tier, up to the top of the pyramid. Maybe the pinnacle of the club's history uh, came at Wembley when they beat West Bromwich Albion to win the Milk Cup in 1986. The Milk Cup? Yeah, I have heard of that, but I'm not exactly sure what it is. I think it's a precursor to the League Cup, I think. Maybe it is the League Cup. It's sponsored by milk. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This is really old school. (laughs) Really good marketing from the cows. (laughs) (laughs) Milk? You assume it's cow's milk. Fine, yeah. Uh, There was always that thing at school, you were getting rat's milk. Remember that? And you used to get cartons. No. Because it, you know, it was like manufacturing. I had a packed lunch. Well, you, this, as a big left-wing guy, manufacturing milk yeah, snatcher. Milk snatcher. But did you replace it with rat Rat's milk. milk. That was the rumour. Bastard. Well, I guess it's all the same, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. What is it? Uh, one's from a rat, one's from a cow. Yeah, but like, if it, it tastes, it's, just, it's all milk, isn't it? Yeah. It's from a, from a smaller, dirtier animal. The milk that's true. The milk. Well, I'm doing, I'm not doing veganuary, but I'm doing meat-free January. And we'll get onto that because that's important at the game, isn't it? Uh, well, yes, well, it is it important. Is. I'm spoilers, telling you spoil- now. Okay, spoilers. After three seasons at the top flight, <laughs> Oxford were unfortunately relegated. They've not returned to the top flight since. Rubbish. In 2001, this gets even worse, Jack. Get your handkerchief at the ready. Okay. They said goodbye to the old stadium, the Manor Ground, and hello to the Kassam. Yeah. 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 We've been there. We've been to Kassam. Um, and then they were relegated from the Football League in 2006. That's, again, negative. But they returned again. In, Ooh, back stronger. In winning. Yeah, back strong. We're good. Just plugging off the podcast again. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to name its name. That stupid podcast. You should know, yeah. Yeah, the stupid Peter Crouch podcast. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, in 2010, in front of 33,000 Oxford fans at Wembley, they returned to the Football League. Um, that's pretty much their history. I'm going to talk you through now a few of their famous fans. Okay. Um... I like this feature. Jim Rosenthal. Do you know him? No. He's the sports presenter. He covered the Olympics and loads of football World Cups and stuff like that. I think he's kind of a voice you'd recognise from Pro Evo, something like that, very early 2000s. Okay, yeah, I can't. Um, His his son is Tom Rosenthal, the guy off Friday Night Dinner. Oh, right. With the one which... Not one from him, Fingers. No, no, the other one. And he's on plebs. I think I've seen him live. Yeah, he's cool. I actually like him. Okay, fair enough. Um, Is he not a fan? Don't know. Maybe he like he did what the down? rest of us done in sports like United or something. He's a Cambridge fan. Much the anger of his dad. Well, actually, I, I think the main, I think Oxford's biggest rivals are actually Swindon. Okay. Because I was watching a video of them chanting on YouTube. And they were chanting six in a row, six in a row, and I was reading what it's about. And it's about supposedly Swindon fans' fingers. Because they're in oh, red, right. according to the Oxford fans. Mm. You think Oxford are a bit more class than that? Well, yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll fill you in on whether they're classy. Or not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other famous fans include Timmy Mallet. Okay. I only know him for being an I'm a celebrity. You're really uh, stretching the phrase famous fan. Like. <laughs> no. Someone I've not heard of. The guy from Friday Night Dinner who's not Will from The us, And Timmy Mallet. No, this is the biggest one. Supposedly, although I, I went on his Wikipedia page, I had no mention of Oxford United. <laughs> okay. But Richard Branson is apparently an Oxford United Where are you reading it then? When did you... I googled famous Oxford fans. I'm stunned. Came up Richard Branson. I'm stunned that our research is not 100% Wikipedia. Well, let's, let's stick to stuff we know. Former okay. managers... Uh, was a guy called Mark. <laughs> I haven't written his surname in my notes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Mark. A guy called Mark <laughs> managed them. This is cutting edge stuff. Great. Mark, what did Mark, Mark do? Mark Wright. He played for England, I think, in the 80s. Mark and Wright. <laughs> That's not the guy from Towie. 
Okay, I right. think he's called Mark Wright. It wasn't Mark Wright, I'm pretty sure. Fucking hell. Okay, but genuinely, this is the only fact I have. He was it's managed not... by Chris Wilder, who is now the currently Sheffield United manager. Okay, that's good. He was a former Oxford United manager. Okay, that's cool. They're their famous players, famous fans. So you got Mark <laughs> and Chris Wilder. <laughs> Mark. Um, should I reveal to you why they're called the U's? You better. So, the original badge at Headington, whatever they're called, town, Headington United, um, was an H for Headington, with a big shield in front of it, obviously slightly in the shape of the U. Okay. Yeah. And then an ox. Yep. Now, this is two facts in one. Remember in the day, what we did at in Oxford, we went to Waterstones. Uh, yeah. Because I was going to buy a follow-up to Stephen Fry's book, Mythos, which is about yeah. Greek mythology. I wanted to go to an independent bookshop. Yeah, and I wanted to go to the big corporate one. Yeah. That's just us, isn't it? Just let everyone know that. <laughs> um, I found out in the book that Oxford shares its name. Well, its name means cow crossing. Yep. As does Bosphorus, which is the river running through Turkey. Yeah? Which yes. is why there is a cow on the badge of, of Headington United. Yeah? Okay. Yes. Okay? I'm That's part one of the I'm, fact. I'm with you. Part two of the fact, the shield looks like a U. Yep. Which is why they're called the U's. Okay. So the... The, the cow had very little to do with That's it. your favourite bit of the pot. I just think I, the fact that Bosphorus means the same as Oxford is really cool. Blows your mind. Opera, opposite ends of Europe and it's the same thing. Yeah. Pretty oh, cool. That is pretty cool, man. And also we got we got cows there and we had milk earlier. Like, it's all linking up. We had milk earlier? Yeah, we were talking about milk. Oh, right. We, 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 drank, we drank milk. No, we had a cup of tea. The milk was in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And that's, that's <laughs> new club. Finished, thank God. You enjoy that? Yeah, that's good, man. Okay. Um, we should dive into the game. But before we dive into that game, this game was a bit different to our usual games, and I'll let the boys tell you why. Arguably the biggest day in English football this year. Yeah, I, think I, I said that so. in the last one. Well. There's a lot of footy going on. Uh, this day's a bit different to the rest of the days because all the games are starting a minute later. Yeah, I heard that. Why is that? Because I hope it was right. Uh, it's basically for mental health awareness that we should all take a minute to think about ourselves and to think about our friends. Oh, I, I mean, I didn't nice know that, I'd say. Like, yeah. You sent me a screenshot of the article, but I didn't really read it. I had, I knew we were doing a minute later. I couldn't remember why. It's good though. That's really, really good. good. I feel like men's mental health is a big issue right now in football. Yeah, and yeah, it's good. And well, in that advert, like uh, Lampard's, Lampard's in it. Talks about it. Mm. Um, I'll have to get it up now. Harry Maguire talks about it. Yeah, you've mentioned the pub before. I think it's yeah, not not just in football as well. Across the board, across the board. all men. Um, but I saw that. Do you see that uh, the uh, program with Prince William and some of the young footballers? Yeah, or not young. Peter Crouch, right? Peter Crouch, Danny Rose, people like that. Jeremy Danny Rose said, didn't he? He was going to sign for a club. And they were like, oh yeah, we just need to check you're not crazy. He's like, because he said he was sad once. At yeah, Spurs. yeah. That's all. I, I, I like, I'm suffering with depression. Why? Checking, I'm not crazy. Yeah, it's good that this kind of thing uh, is being being addressed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. In the FA Cup. Yeah. So we'll we'll spend that minute thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Football. <laughs> football, football. Yeah, football. Football. So after a long walk to the Kazam. It was which, a bloody long walk. Which only has three stands. Bit of a weird one, isn't it? That's, I think, the famous thing about Oxford is three stands in a car park. Yeah. Not, not, not the town. Yeah. Just the stadium. It looks a bit like um like a leisure centre. It does, yeah. I wasn't really impressed with it. I, it's, people who have been there before were telling me, like, oh, there's, lo- the, there's loads of good stuff in that thing opposite. There's like a building opposite of like bowling and cinema, oh, yeah, laser quest. There was, yeah. And everyone was like, you should go there. I was like, well, I'm just going to go to the football. There's more to do in Oxford than in that. Like, like, you can get to the cinema anywhere. Yeah. 
hang out in town centre. But anyway, the longer I walked through the stadium from town, could have got a bus, but we thought, now nah, let's have the real experience, the yeah. old Victory Road. I, well, it was a bit of a struggle for me because I'm doing meat-free January, as I said. I've said that seven times since I've got You can't walk unless you're eating meat. No, but when we, we stopped for some food and there was nothing for me to get, I was just eating hummus with my hands. That's right. Your hands? Yeah, not carrot sticks. Well, I didn't get carrot I was there, I don't know why I'm asking. But <laughs> they're not carrot sticks. Uh, anyway, <laughs> football. <laughs> well, let's talk, talk a bit more about your veggie thing because you said the veggie options were pretty good at Oxford. Yeah, so that was my second live football match in three days. I went to Anfield and to see Liverpool versus Sheffield United. It's Chris Wilder, former Oxford United manager. <laughs> Famously. <laughs> uh, and then I went to this Oxford United game. I've got to say, the food options on the menu at Oxford United were a thousand times better than they were at Anfield. Stunning, isn't it? So you can get stuffed Premier League. It's all about the football league. All the money at Anfield and they can't get a decent... So I, I actually got food at Anfield and it was just this floppy, horrible cheese slice. It was not... I was, it was the yeah. greasiest, fattiest thing I've ever eaten. I'm always disappointed. Apparently Spurs got some good food options. I've not been to the stadium yet, but I'm always disappointed at football games. Oxford, though, had all these fancy pies. Yeah. It would have been brilliant, but it wasn't open. It was very Oxford. It's very, you know, yeah. you can tell they vote for. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But the choices were brilliant. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. food choices were excellent. It's just closed. Yeah. Um, a lot of pool fans made it down there, didn't they? Hundred, I think they announced nearly eight hundred were there. Yeah, we, and they were in full voice. They were rocking. Mm. Everyone was standing. It was proper lively compared to the Oxford fans who were well a bit like the Bodian Library with you heard earlier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They so were, I uh, I got told off by someone at work the other day because for the last two weeks I've been singing "Oh we're the lads, oh we're the lads." <laughs> it's been the, honestly, the Hartlepool fans have got stuck in my head. Yeah. They were brilliant. They were such good fans. They're amazing. Yeah, as, uh, the best we've had since Harringay. I think so too. They're giving the Oxford fans a lot of grief as well, saying we can't hear you. Yeah, um, and the Oxford fans stayed quiet because Hartlepool only got bloody scored. Yeah, um, that for me is my favourite goal so far this season. Just because yeah, the reaction, like yeah, everyone, pandemonium, everyone absolutely mental. From memory, it was a few weeks ago into the game. It was an under hit back pass, wasn't it? Yeah, I think. And the Hartlepool player pounced and then just it was a sloppy goal. Hartlepool shouldn't have conceded it, um, yeah. but it just yeah just tucked it away. Everyone went fucking nuts. Oxford again, like dead silent, yeah. like a library. I had a little kid say absolute limbs. See, I hadn't heard this until about the turn of the year, and this was the 4th of January. You'd said it quite a lot. And then some 14-year-old kid next to me started saying absolute limbs. Yeah, limbs. It's a new thing. Yeah. New thing in football. It's a new, it's a new unbelievable scene. To be fair, to, to give the uh, context to the limbs, what, Hartlepool are 5th mm. Yeah. And Oxford are 3rd tier. So it would have been a serious upset. There were only two non-league teams left in the competition at this point. AFC Fylde and Hartlepool United. So they were the real underdogs of the competition weren't they yeah. and you could see why they were so happy they scored it was a big deal only a few games ago Oxford United were playing against Man City you know Hartlepool were leading them you know, 1-0 down to, uh, to Hartlepool absolute um, limbs uh, well yeah I think the Hartlepool fans were very surprised to be ahead a woman, a woman sat next to me she was praying at every Oxford corner I don't mm. know if you that so like if ever, if ever Oxford was in the attack she wouldn't look she'd close her eyes and start praying god I, I mean quite I didn't know that and on top of that, all of that, she was wearing an Arsenal hat. <laughs> yeah, I did notice she was wearing an Arsenal hat. I did so I know, she, was she was a strange character. We should have interviewed her for the pod. We keep saying we should interview people. She was a yeah. yeah Excuse she, me, why are you praying? Yeah, she was so she loved Hypeball that much that just yeah. the idea that Oxford might score. Yeah, it was, it was sickening. She was near tears. She corrupt her faith. Yeah, incredible. Um, so yeah, it was great. Um, I was just loving it, loving the fans. I was so happy. Uh, things did take a turn in the second half. As they always do. As they always do. How many times have we used that phrase? Yeah. Things took a turn. Always, always looks good the first half. Yeah. Um, Oxford showed their class, showed why they're so high ahead of Hartlepool yeah. in the tier. Um, 4-1 in the end, wasn't it? It was 4-1. Yeah, re- one really good solo goal, which they can check out on the BBC. Um, 
one of the better goals of the season, but still in the second half, Hartlepool didn't have a sniff. Pulls her out. Just kept hammering us and hammering us and hammering us. Yeah. Um, good game. It was good to see some good goals flying in. It was really um, fun. A really good, nice trip. I wanted the pools to get one back. And actually, again, a bit like Hangar, we said about Hangar as well. Even though the pools were down 4 1, they did not stop singing the entire day. They were really genuinely fun. brilliant fans. They were so happy to be there. I know we're like, oh, we sport Prem teams. The Prem, I've never been to a Prem game. If they start losing, everyone shuts up. Yeah. They sang throughout the entire 90, and it was absolutely class. Up the pools. Really sad season go. Great fans. Probably the fans like the most since Harringay. I love them, yeah. Massive statement. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still carrying on our tradition of never seeing a team win. The only team we've ever seen win is, is uh, Harringay. When we're actually sporting them, that is. Yep. Just uh, Harringay. We are a bad luck charm. Unless, unless you're a North London club. Um, yeah, we're sorry about that, Hartlepool. Um, but now we're Oxford fans. Yeah. Um, onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. They were quite quiet in the stadium, but hopefully they'll be nice and in full voice for the next game. Well... Uh, yeah, so I think it's fair to say the draw, when you're kind of arbitrarily following the cup, the draw becomes quite a big deal for you. Almost like, like watching a game, the excitement. Really, like, you really take note of what number you are. Watch Mark Chapman, he's now my, you know, he's a superstar. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, we were kind of, we always do this thing where we write who we want and check who we want. Yeah. We kind of said we could do with, we could, half of us want the big journey, half of us don't want the big journey because it is. It's a lot of effort, isn't it? We're not, we're not getting paid to do this. <laughs> this is the thing, yeah. It's yeah, expensive. Yeah. It's time out. It's often time off work. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, you know, we laugh like God, when we drew Hartlepool. We were like, oh God, what if we get Hartlepool at home? We've had yeah. Hartlepool away three times in, I, the, in the south. Having said that, we have had three some games. I think to make the pod, we need this big journey. We need a big journey, don't we? Yeah. So uh, right, if you had to choose now, would you want a big journey? I, well, it's happened now. I mean, I, I think probably if you'd asked me it before, I would have said no. Now it's happened. I'm kind of excited about it. Should we say who it is? Yeah, we're going to. Newcastle United. The Toon. The Toon, our first Premier League side yeah. up to the northeast. We never really went with Hartlepool. No, that's exciting. Well, not never really went, we never went with Hartlepool. Yeah, I've never been to Newcastle. You've been to Newcastle. I've been to Newcastle once. Um, never been to St James's Park. Which is it's well. huge, it's going to yeah. be massive. Uh, it's a bit annoying we got a Prem team so early on, so hopefully Oxford can knock them out. Oxford will knock them out. At least they're a bloody rubbish Premier League team. Yeah. Come on, you use. Come on, use. I'm going to get excited, man. It's going to be good, good fun. Well, we've put the whole week in, haven't we? We're going up on the Friday night, coming back on the Sunday evening. We've got all the touristy stuff to do. We've got Airbnb. So you get the old Lonely Planet guy to the Newcastle yeah. on the pod. I bought us first class tickets back. Great. That's something to look forward oh. to. Big comfy chairs. Yeah, I can probably fall asleep and not have to talk to you. Mm-hmm. That's what you usually do. Um, yeah, so we start to see it. I, I sh- by the way, we should mention Oxford's really lovely as well. Oxford was gorgeous. I mean, I hope they bloody stay in, obviously, because I support them, but Let's also because back, I'd like yeah. to go back to Oxford. Yeah, yeah I've really enjoyed Oxford, Exeter and Oxford, so I think Newcastle might be a bit of a shock to my system. Yeah. I'm loving the southern towns. Yeah, we've had, yeah, we've, it's been quite a sharp cut. Imagine that on a graph. Yeah. Exeter, Yeovil. Uh, Oxford, it's like a steady incline, study shot straight up. Um, but it's good, man. I think Newcastle will be right laugh. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go out, get a bit on the yeah, uh, get I reckon the... you're giving up your dry jam just for this, aren't you? Yeah, I've got to try that Newcastle brown ale. What is oh, it? Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's from Newcastle, but sure. Oh, whatever. But we'll, we'll have a few pints. I'm going to drink. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Exactly, yeah. For um, sure. So I'm really excited. Up the tune. Actually, not up the tune, up the use. We'll smash the tune, come back to Oxford. Yeah, down the tune. Um, we're going Wembley of Oxford. That's yeah. a fact. I know we keep saying that. This is the tune who just on Saturday beat Chelsea. So if Oxford beat him, but Oxford nearly beat City. Yeah. And they were class against Hartlepool. They're actually so Genuinely. good. I know, I know Hartlepool are non-league, but it was, they were really good. Join me in the next pod where I'll be putting a bet on Oxford United to beat Newcastle. Yeah. I, I mean, promise you. They could, they could play in the Prem. Yeah, they could. Right. See you there, Oxford. See you there. Um, now, Alex, enough of the football. Why? This is a football podcast. Yeah, you're right. We'll stay on the football. But uh, we struggled to end the podcast since we've passed it with Neil Warnock, haven't we? Yeah. Um, I mean, last pod we interviewed Santa at the end. I didn't say that was a struggle, but yeah, he, he was... A, 
It was a prickly character. It was a prickly character. Listen to um, that episode after this one if you missed that. Yeah, and I thought maybe we could interview him again, but I think the fans probably find that quite annoying. So we won't interview Santa again. But we do need to end the podcast on something. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it can't just go on forever. <laughs> so I thought, well, let's let's hop back to uh, let's hop back to Warnock. I thought I'd have a look at the Warnock's uh, reviews on Amazon for, okay. his, for his book, the one star reviews. I thought okay. it was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. While I was doing that, I had a pretty shocking discovery. What is it? Well, the thing is with Neil Warnock, he's only going to written a sequel. What? It's, you know what was the last book called? It's called Made in Sheffield. Yeah. This one's called The Gaffer: The Trials and Tribulations oh, of a Football Manager by good. Neil Warnock. Okay. There's another book, Alex. Should we get it? 100% we're going to get it. Yes, we haven't get got it, it yet. But... Back to Waterstones, Oxford. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the only place to get that book. Uh, yeah, I can't believe we didn't know this. Mm-hmm. No one wrote in about it. No. There's a second book, guys. We're coming back. Our, our original feature, everyone's favourite feature, pretty rivals. Warnock's coming back. We'll make sure we get it for the next pod. Yeah, Which definitely. is Sunday, so we better hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> but we're still doing this pod. Um, so I thought, hey, we've done a pod or something. Should I give you the reviews of this new book, the sequel, The Gap? Please, yeah. Please. These are all one-star reviews. I will admit it. I'm being a bit negative here. Okay. Um, so of... this is a book we're going to have to read. Yeah. You're reading me the book, the reviews that will make me See, not want to read it. I think the people who reviewed this are people who generally love Warnock and generally love photographies. I think these reviews inspire us and make us think this book's going to be fucking hilarious. Okay, I'm ready. Hit uh, me. A lot of these reviews are one word. So the first one is garbage. <laughs> Full stop garbage. Um, it's the most boring book ever. Someone, someone just says tosser. Which is kind of mean. It's not even about the book. <laughs> it's just about him. It's just about Neil. Someone says crap. Uh, someone says a big disappointment. Um, someone said, look forward to reading this for ages. As I read his previous book, I thought it was really good. This just rambles on a lot and it's not good. Would not recommend. That sounds perfect for us. Just Warnock rambling yeah. about his chiro- chiropractory orders. Uh, someone says dull, which isn't good for us. Well, maybe it's good for us. Dull. <laughs> um, How many one-word reviews? They're all one. Well, Warnock's fans one. are... Well, they're just, you know, straight to the point. Are they Warnock fans or are they just people briefing them? Yeah, they're them? Warnock stagger offers, I think. I don't know. Um, it wasn't for me. <laughs> Sorry, oh yeah, uh, this one. If it wasn't for Mike Riley, Rafa Benitez, Apollo, brackets the sun god... Wigan, Fulham, and Mark Hughes. Neil Warnock would be a European champion. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite a good guy. I don't know if that's a reference to the book or just a joke. What I like is I know exactly what he means there. You can see that. That's the flavour of the first book, which suggests this second book will be perfect for us. Much of the same to be honest. Yeah. If you're looking for a book written by a moron full of excuses. <laughs> if you're looking for a book written by a moron full of excuses for his failings, then this is undoubtedly the book for you. Hear Warnock's musing about why he didn't win games or they'd have of has-beens dragged along to form his old boy's club of tongue. <laughs> this sounds perfect. Sounds exactly like the first book. If you want to waste a tenner and a few hours of your life, you will love this book. I mean, That's exactly what I want to do. Do we need any more inspiration than that? This is brilliant, Jack. I can't wait. You've got me so excited now for the next part. Um, we've got a few more of you. We'll give you a few more. Give me a few more. <clears throat> give me a few more. Obnoxious, grotesque human being. <laughs> I'd rather slit my own wrists than read this book. I'd rather drink the urine of Lisa Riley than read this book. Okay. I don't know who Lisa Riley is. Is that the same... Is that the same review? He doesn't say I'd or rather... Is that two different reviews? One is, would rather one, This wrist. is one review. I'd rather be bummed. And I, I didn't get the end of that quote there. So he says be bummed by someone, which isn't very nice. Uh, please, please, please go away, Neil Warnock. You chose to buy this book. The person reviewing this Yeah, yeah you're no, right. No one forced him to read it. And the so, last... so the person who'd rather be bummed, <laughs> they, 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 if they could turn back time, they would They would rather just not click four pounds. They'd rather slit their own wrist than have read this book. Yeah. And be bummed. It sounds like he's been forced to read and it. And what was the other one? Lisa um, Riley. Drink Lisa Riley's piss. Who's Lisa Riley? I don't know. Right in. I'm going to Google Lisa Riley. Um, and this is by far my favourite review. It's by Carol. One star. Simply says, we're red. Good read. One so star. She, she, obviously, she obviously misunderstood she the... Clicked, uh, on the, clicked on the wrong one. She obviously misunderstood the, um, yeah, the, the rating system because she enjoyed it. Okay, Lisa Riley is... Um, 
she portrays Mandy Dingle in Emmerdale. Okay. I actually used to be a big Emmerdale fan. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Emmerdale, Corey. Well, I lived in Leeds, didn't I? So. Oh, cool. Emmerdale. Anyway, that's it. Um, get in the book then. Let's get the book. Should we get Warnock back on? We'll, uh, yeah, get him back. Get back to our roots. That's so good, Jack. Yeah, really I'm, I'm really happy you've got this. I'm <sighs> so excited for the next pod. I Which hope the listeners are so excited for the next pod. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow in the interim, I think we're going to post a few more podcasts, hopefully, than we have been. Um, follow us on social, which is Jack. I don't know, mate. I don't really don't know. I've forgotten as well now. I think it's two underscore boys underscore one. That's all the words. So T-W-O underscore boys underscore O-N-E. That's Instagram. And Twitter. Two boys, one cup, one. So that's the spelled out two boys, one cup. I realise how impractical these <laughs> these handles are now. Yeah, I guess people actually... We weren't the first people to think of two boys, one cup. No. Um, there's a lot of porn stuff about it, annoyingly. Yeah, so can you spell letter for letter the Twitter handle for me, please? T-W-O-B-O-Y-S. Zero. It's not postcode. Let me start that again. Add... T W O B O Y S O N E C U P one. Okay, perfect. Well, if you listen to this podcast, go and follow that Twitter account, go and follow our Instagram account, and more importantly, listen to the next episode. And in two, in and up the two. In, in and up the two. In and up the two.